Welcome to the clown! This is a show dedicated to helping singers and songwriters and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. That's what you're going to need. Not a connection, not really good songs. You do need really good songs, but you're going to need leverage. You're going to have to have something to give that they want. And that's why this podcast exists. We want you to win. We want to teach you how to create that leverage with an audience, with better songs, with better relationships so that you can actually function and step up the ladder in this industry. That's why we called it The Climb. It stands for Creating Leverage in the Music Business. And uh, our wordsmith that came up with that is my co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent is an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Annabellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And he also helps songwriters turn pro by teaching the art, the craft, and the business of songwriting. And you can find Brent at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. Hey, and I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. It's an innovative artist development company. They help you find your sound, and they help you find your audience. Not only do they develop and improve your artistry, they also grow and monetize your fan base, creating cash flow, baby. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That's production, singular, no S, because, ladies and gentlemen, there's only one Dr. Johnny Fever. Oh, Dr. Johnny Fever. Remember that TV show? Booger. <laughs> you remember that episode? <laughs> How are you, brother? ARP, man. I love that So show, good. Bro. Oh, my gosh. My family so would sit on the TV and watch that. My dad would be crying. He would laugh so hard. Like, Oh, so good. God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> That's right. Less nicer than... Eyewitness weather. Yeah. Yeah. What's this eyewitness weather? Well, I look out the window and describe what I see. <laughs> God is my witness. I thought, oh, the travesty of it all. <laughs> so, I know. I mean, um, they're not hitting the pavement like sexual wet cement. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about it, it's funny, man. Oh my gosh! Oh, I have to make my wife. Cincinnati, the Thanksgiving episode, you guys. You just, just. Just go to YouTube and watch it. It's the funniest thing. It's so good. Seen. I'm gonna have to make my wife watch it. She's not going. She's not gonna want to. Just the aesthetics of that time period on TV She'll shows. Like she out. can't watch Mash. Oh my Just gosh, the so something good. about it. It's. 70s, 80s, hairy, kind of sweaty and greasy, and just she can't, she has a hard time with it. So <laughs> I'm like, but that's me. <laughs> hairy, sweaty, and greasy. I'm a child of the 70s, kind of sweaty and hairy and greasy myself. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Well, so ladies is- and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble. In this corner over here, we have our community of songwriters who have entered into the song title challenge. And in this corner over here, weighing in at 160 with a beard (laughs) and a devout Christian with four kids and a beautiful wife, Mr. Brent Baxter! I have not been 160 since I was like... 12. Okay, well, I'm just trying to help you out. You look like you're 160. I wish I was 160. Oh, boy. Anyway. When I, too, was 165, I couldn't get in weight over 165. Now I'm not going to tell you what I am, but... um, That's all right. (laughs) Guys, songwriting challenge, number one. We're going to try to get through as many of these as we can, but before Mm -hmm. that... We have a review, I believe. We have a review. We're going to read... Johnny, you want to lay it on me? I would like to lay it on you. This is a five-star review. says, wonderful podcast by K Fitz H2O. That K is, Fitzwater. That is a, I bet it's Fitzwater. I bet you it is Fitzwater. But I like the K Fitz, it, the way it looks, it's kind of cool. Like, that'd be a it cool does look, yeah. The Climb with Johnny Dwinell and Brent Baxter is a great podcast on songwriting and the music business. Their conversational style brings forth a wealth of wisdom, so appreciate their generosity in sharing their knowledge to help others. Thank you, Fitzwater. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Fitz H2O. Fitz H2O. I freaking love that. I just 
I love the way that looks. I mean, I don't know. It looks like it could be a cool, it could be up in lights. That you know, yeah, it's like a brand. F I C F I T Z H two O. All right, water. so here we go. So we had. So if you're just joining the podcast, um, a few episodes back, we decided we we're going to try. So, somebody challenged us, right? It was yes. Um, they they challenged me basically to write a song on the podcast live, which is but which would I'm, be completely boring for you. Which, yeah, it'd be like... Not for you, but for the listeners. They would be like, yawn. Yeah, like. <laughs> no, I'd, be, I'd be sweating. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, we thought, well, how could we adapt this to the podcast? I thought it was interesting, because that's one thing I always wanted to know, you know, back in the day, before I was in the room with the pro, is like, what are they thinking? Like, wh- you know, to come up with these songs, what's their thought process like that's different from mine? So we thought, okay, let's see what we can do to translate that into something that might be helpful and hopefully, somewhat uh, riveting. Yeah, well, this <laughs> could, this could this could go either way. <laughs> and I am totally unprepared for this, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, so so that's so. the thing. So so a bunch of songwriters that listen to the podcast send in song titles, and uh, I I'll have say thank them. you now because I may hate you after I hear the titles. That's right. Brent yeah. has never has never seen these, so I'm, I'm going to throw these out there, and then you're just going to kind of pop off some different ideas, some different ways that you would go with it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So the my wheelhouse is commercial country music, so I'm I'm a hammer. So all these titles that are coming at me, I'm seeing as country music nails. All right, so that's what whatever you might have been in your mind when you sent it in. And I warned you last time. That's how I'm going to look at them because that's what I can bring the most value to as far as thought processes and why I would go the way I would go. There so yeah, go. and my wheelhouse is like rock and roll, uh, and I don't write a lot of songs as many as Brent does, but. Um, if I hear something, I will, uh, and I feel like I won't sound like an idiot, I will chime in. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Let me bounce it off. Yeah. I'm used to co-writing. So. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to be the guy with a really cool personality in the room and nobody knows exactly what he does. Oh, what does he do? I don't know. He's a vibe guy. <laughs> he's a vibe guy. We just get good stuff. He's a vibe guy. That's fine. Right. But it's just, he's, it's like, a, All right, so the first, like a rally monkey. You ready for the first one? No, but go ahead. All, All right, right. So this is from one. Ronnie Glenn. Okay. Hey, so Ronnie. Thank you, Ronnie. Oh, hey, Ronnie. And here it is. All right. Alive in the word. Alive in the word. Alive okay. in the word. Alive in the word. Uh, knowing Ronnie a little bit, um, it's most likely a gospel thing. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you know, for the record, we announced this on when we did the, you know, the ground rules for this and stuff. These aren't co-writes. These are people throwing out titles, and then I'm just telling you what I would maybe do with them. Yeah, so just getting that out of the way too. So yeah, so alive in the word. So I mean that that's got serious, you know, gospel connotations. Guy like me, I see the word, and I'm thinking the word of God. I'm thinking the Bible, alive in the word. You know, the spirit's alive in the word. Uh, I'm I'm coming alive in the word as I you know do my devotionals and I'm reading the scripture and stuff, and it's coming alive in me, and I'm coming alive in the word. That's that's kind of how I see it. So you know, some of these apparently may go. Other places in country. Now, what would be interesting to say? Okay, how could I, how could I mold that? Because that's my first impression. Like it's a gospel thing. It's maybe a southern gospel thing or a Christian, you know, type song. Um, but what if it weren't? What if I had to do this as a country song? What would I do? That's when things really get interesting. Because that's, you know, alive in the word. Maybe like, okay, that's cool for a Christian title. But if you can make that work as like a country song, that's right. not like a gospel country song. Then that's an unusual. Thing. Now that we all make that spinning. work, then you're like, oh, that's interesting because it's going to have to be interesting because it's not an obvious, at least not to me, right off the bat, not an obvious country song title. So what could I do? What's alive in the word? You know, you could pick. You know, oh, do you try to go the metaphorical weird route of like kill a word that Eric Church had? You know, when he personified, you know, anger, hate, fear, hostile, or mm-hmm. as he calls it, hostile. Do you do something like that? What is alive in the word? Hmm. You know, what I want to do is I want to find a way to go positive with it. Tempo if I can. Mm-hmm. Me to you. Because these are the things that kind of work. This is the flavor of current country music. So I'm like, okay, alive in the word, I'm talking to you. Uh, you know, my probably more male than female, just for one thing, the number of artists that cut. And my own perspective, I'm going to bring more of a male perspective for obvious reasons and if you've ever seen me you know it's real obvious <laughs> anyway um so let's see here alive in the word so you know uh 
the you know what's what's a powerful word you know what if the yes what if the word was a girl's name could be a girl's name yeah could be could be the word home could be the word God could be the word yes you know I think of that old Chad Brock song she said yes and I said wow <laughs> uh, you know, I'm alive in the word um, let's see alive in the word well maybe we should kind of give you this little nuggets and we'll come back and we'll dig further in. So let's, let's go to the next one, but that's okay. an interesting title, Ronnie. That mean, I mean, I think that's and a lot of good stuff right there. No matter what, like I just, just like, okay, just some direction. And this is kind of like a co-write. Like what else you got? Let's throw some others. That's cool. We may come back to that. What else you got, Johnny? Okay. Next is, is JB Doty. JB. Is that, am I pronouncing his last name right? You know him? Um, Dottie, is it Dottie or Dodie? Forgive me if I'm mispronouncing. I've D-O-U-G-H-T-Y. seen it, but I haven't. I don't think I've heard it said out loud. I bet you it's Dottie. I bet you it's JB Dottie. That just sounds more like a cowboy um, <laughs> or a cowgirl if it's a girl. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this song title Eyes in the Back of My Heart. Ooh, Eyes in the Back of My Heart. All right. That's kind of cool. Yeah, the good old classic. Uh, Take a common phrase and replace a word. Yeah. Flip out a word, right? Um, eyes in the back of my heart. All right. So what does that tell me? You know, I'm a, I'm a fan of let the title write the song, right? Mm-hmm. Look at what's there. Give me clues as to what this title might be about. Uh, and seriously, y'all, I have not heard these before. So we, we made a deal and Johnny wouldn't tell me. Mm-hmm. I broke down last night and cried <laughs> off of tequila. Uh, and she was a lovely girl. I don't know how he turned her down. Um <laughs> <laughs> but he would not I don't know how I turned her down either that's not that's not like me at all <laughs> not like you at all no we're making this up <laughs> alright so uh, eyes in the back of my heart okay so what that tells me the, you go back to the original phrase it's like what does this mean in the Greek right if you're in church so what is this uh, eyes in the back of my head alright so I'm it's I can see like you know like a mom I got eyes in the back of my head I can see what the kids are doing even when they don't know what I'm that I'm around, I got my back turned, I'm doing something, I'm vacuuming, I'm cleaning, I'm whatever, doing whatever. And then they're screwing around behind me and I see it. I got eyes in the back of my head. So eyes in the back of my heart. So it makes me think my heart knows things that I shouldn't know, right? It has that, oh. maybe it's a female song, maybe it's the the female intuition thing, which makes me think of that because dudes don't really have intuition. <laughs> so it makes you think of more of a female song. You know, she's got eyes in the back of her heart or oh, I have oh, eyes oh. in the back of my heart. Yeah, like like, like you, you touched on it with like your 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 heart knows things that your mind doesn't want to yeah. admit, right? Or the doesn't want to see. Or like You know I'm, better. Like you know better. Like some I can't put my finger on he's screwing around somehow and I know it. I haven't seen it or Something I got eyes in the back of my heart. I I know you, something's something's not up. Now that's not a positive thing. It can be empowering, which can help mitigate some of that commercial thing. You know, positive is more commercial. But maybe if this guy's doing wrong or whatever, but the female is empowered, then that helps mitigate some of that because at least she's strong and she's overcoming and that sort of thing. So it helps uh, still kind of give somewhat of a positive vibe, even if it, they're going to break up or whatever. Um, yeah. So that could it be a, could it be a meeting? Could it be like a like the chance meeting? Like they're at a they're at a bar or they're at a honky tonk, mm-hmm. and then she is really attracted to the guy, and uh, but she sees that the guy's a player. She's watching mm-hmm. him slow, and she's like, "Ah, I got eyes," and like, "I know where this. I've seen this movie, kind of a thing, you know." Yeah, or, I've seen this movie. I've seen it from the start. I got eyes in the back of my heart. Oh, there yeah. you go. There we go. <laughs> play a player. Don't hate the play. I hate the game. Or possibility, what if you go, is there a way to do positive? Is it like you you say you're not falling for me? You act like you don't care, but you know, you're you, you know, you can try to mislead me, whatever, you're not getting that far. I got eyes in the back of my heart. I know you're oh, I know you're yeah. No, you that's, do that. that's a clever You act like a player, but no. Yeah, you're, can, you're just you're just putting on. You're just trying to you're just you're trying to fool yourself even. But I can yeah. tell you 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 here. You're right here with you, me. You're here. I got you. You're right oh, on this. See, I, like I got that. eyes in the back of my heart. This is really so fun, be a way to go positive with it, which is, you know, hey positive love songs tend to win. Right? Songs with the positive spin get more spins one of my phrases so that might be something there so jb interesting title 
We may come back to it. Johnny, what else you got? Um, okay, this is from Brian Blevins. Brian. Thank you, Brian. And the song title is... Her Heart Went Haywire. Her Heart Went Haywire. All right. Because she... Girl's crazy. Um, all right. Her Heart Went Haywire. That makes me think she was straight-laced. She was, you know, maybe a city girl, all prim and proper. She was wine and five-star restaurants or whatever. But, you know, she, she met that boy in the tractor or whatever, and her heart went haywire. Something like that. And you pulled her in with his tractor beams on the headlights when she saw the, the tractor beams. Oh, see how that, like, just the setup and the city vibe sets up that haywire part so much right. better. She That's went so badass, city to, dude. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Uh, so that could be something about, you know, kind of the ladies love country boys kind of thing. You know, she grew up in the city, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then she's, you know, or Green Acres. Yeah. New York is where I'd rather stay. But, man, she saw him and she went, her heart went haywire. She went all crazy in, in a good country song kind of way. And now things are rocking on the farm. That might be a possibility. Kind of a story song. Because her. So. It sounds like it's it's going to be a third person story song, her and him. It could be, I, you know, me and her, you know. Yes, yeah, she grew up this, but she met me and her heart went haywire. Could come off a little kind of braggy, like let me tell you about this girl. Boy, I really changed her life. I, she is crazy over me. Could be a little pompous, I guess. Could be. Uh, so it may be better to go straight third person. She met him and her heart went haywire. Um, what if you what if you made know. it um what if you approached it like as if it was this this may I may sound stupid on this but what if you approached hey, dare it to suck man dare to suck that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's why I call the daredevil <laughs> exactly hey the writer's room is a safe place all right I'm no, in I'm in the trust tree you and me <laughs> so what if what if we set it up from like you said where it almost comes off sounding braggadocious like you set it up like that in the in the uh, verses, but then it turns out that he screwed up the whole thing, right? And so he's just remembering back, like her heart went haywire. She loved me. What's not to love? You know, like a almost like a Mac Davis kind of Lord. It's hard to be humble vibe. Yeah. And then and then you get to the and then you get to the you don't say haywire, but then you get to the chorus, and that's where you're like, but I blew it. You know, like I here's yeah. here's where I totally like that would be would that be would the self deprecation make it take the edge off the. Yeah, that would take the edge that would make it more likable, right? the The cost would be, yeah, it would make them less likable, and then it's more of a negative. You know, it's a it's a breakup story. Then, like I had it, and I blew it, which is not as you know positive as she met him. But I mean, but I mean, if he becomes a better man, right? Yeah, can can he become a better man? Can he can he learn in within the context of a song? The constraints of three verses. It just you know it's just a, a bigger bite. There's more going on. There's more of a, a it's a bigger arc that may be. Right, that's a short movie, of, Johnny. Not a damn. Yeah, and with it being around her heart went haywire. You know the that's got to be. It's all got to be around that. Her heart went haywire, um, and you know maybe mine did too or something. I know? think I think your bet. I think your best bet is the what first came out of your mouth, man. That's just so good. City, you said it all up. You know, city girls just seem to find out early. <laughs> Yeah. And I think we had open doors with this. I've had like Haywire. That I think of, uh, you know, it's energy, it's it's chaotic, it's live wire, it's so I think a definite tempo, fun, don't don't overthink it, that sort of thing. Uh, And I want to play like there's something there, like almost a almost a bookend course where you start off with, you know, a heart went haywire. You know, uh, and then some other kind of farm, you know, kind of image your heart went haywire, whatever, you know, south, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then you come back around to the second to the last line of the course. Yeah, heart went haywire and blah, 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 blah. Like one and another kicker line is almost what I'm feeling because haywire is probably a hard line to rhyme and to sing at the end of a chorus. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, you're going to sing Haywire at the end of really just kind of boof. So it may be like you, you, know, you could start off, of course, with her heart went haywire, her, you know, whatever, her hair, you know, got unbunned, you know, or whatever. Uh, she got a wild hair. She did all this stuff, all this stuff, you know, and her heart went haywire and her da-da-da-da-da. 
some I don't know what that is yet, but that I feel like there's something there. Yeah, like, hey, there's the hook, yeah. but it also sets up this other thing there, like another like a tag. Yeah, yeah. Like I had this uh, a song I wrote with Byron Hill called "One Too Many," and a completely different vibe, but. You know, the thought was, you know, this girl's met this guy, they're having drinks, and he asked her, you know, hey, you want one more? She's like, no, thanks. I've had one too many. Last thing I need is any more. I'll be waking up in the morning thinking, girl, what'd you do that for? Uh, I've learned my lesson. It's best if I say goodnight because I've had one too many, one too many times. Right. And so it has that, the kind of tag thing, you know, it's almost a bookend. Mm-hmm. And then the second verse goes into, you know, because then I'd be asking you, you know, because cause then I'd let you drive me home and then I'm going to let you in for one more drink and I'll be waking up in the morning and go, what did I do that for? Sure. It's you a know, vulnerability I've had, thing. I've had one too many, one too many, like one too many one night stands, one too many times kind of thing. So it almost feels like a totally different vibe, different story, but that kind of built right. a little bit. That the structure, way. The structure that way. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. man. All right. Right. All right. So the next one is from Michael Roth. Mm-hmm. And the title is "If Love Were a Machine." Mm. We're a machine, all right. Or he said, you, or he, he said, he said you could. Uh, I think if I'm reading this right, um, mm-hmm. you could say "was" if you prefer that. If love was mm-hmm. a machine, thank you for giving me that option to country it up. Were is grammatically correct. So well, that's exactly what he said. If that's too grammatical, you can say was. <laughs> I mean, the way he typed it was like I didn't understand what he was saying at first. Because here's here's what it says: If love were a machine, and then the next line is or was comma if that's too grammatical, and I'm like, is was too grammatical? Was was it the was? Like, yeah. <laughs> and now then I got it. Then I'm like, okay, it took me a second to figure. Yeah, it out. I get it. If if love were a machine, and he's right on time. It was my fault. I read it wrong. That's funny. Yeah, it'd be the Terminator. No, it'd be. Um, <laughs> That's in my last two relationships. <laughs> there you go. I'll be back. I won't be back. Uh, um, <laughs> why do I know now why you cry? Um, okay, so um, let's really hope they didn't talk like that. Um, so if love were a machine, all right, you know you could do. Okay, so I'm thinking I want to do because you could go negative. You love or machine, man, it'd be. Yeah, you know, love in my life. It'd be, you know, it, in need of repair. This is one of those where I'd, I'd go and I'd do like a thousand word exercise. I'd do a diving exercise and I'd just start free association, brainstorming on the page, going. I need to change the oil. Yeah, it's, it needs maintenance. It needs fuel. It need or, you know, some sort of energy source. You know, you got to keep it plugged in. You got to put gas in it. You got to maintain it. You got to, um, you know, where it'll break down on you. You, you could go that if it were a machine. It's expensive. You know, it's a big expensive, yeah. Uh, I need someone who knows how to operate it. Uh, it's, uh, you know, you could do that kind of stuff. Now, you could go negative. Like, it, you know, if it were a machine, it'd be a, or you could name specific machines. It'd be like a... Um, Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. You know, a machine like it'd be like a locomotive engine. Mm. Chug, you know, chugging. Slow you know, and steady. Slow yeah. and steady. Can't stop strong, it. Powerful. Or the track. Machine, it'd be, uh, you know, what are some other, like, machines? You know, jack. How, how, about, how about David Lee Roth route with, uh, you know, pistons popping, talking about, like, the slickest, coolest car Oh yeah, it'd be a cool and you event. could and you could and you could be, but you could be talking about a girl. You're not sure if you're talking about oh, a girl yeah. or a car, kind of a thing. Yeah, for a machine, know, it would have it. chrome headers with the you know mm-hmm. Holly for on the floor. <laughs> be sleek and sexy. Yeah, you know zero to sixty like that. Yeah, it would be love. You know, taking cars um, on two wheels. <laughs> oh yeah, making you feel cooler than you are. You yeah. Oh, now we're getting somewhere. Um, we're writing this now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And so, like, you can do one of those things where you, you, you know, laundry list. You know, it could be half a verse or a whole verse could be this one type of machine showcasing this one aspect of love. And then the next verse could do something else. And, um, and then maybe airplanes be, are machines, right? Rockets airplanes. are machines. You could go there. Mm-hmm. You could go. Um, yeah. It, it, it could, or top fuel funny cars, you know, it burn alcohol clean, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 300 miles an hour and a quarter mile, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, so, yeah. We got some good stuff on that one. The, yeah. So there, there's all kinds of stuff there. You know, you can go negative or it's a, be an old, you know, it's an old something broke down in the rain, rusted out. You, know, you can do that negative, but we want to stay positive because spins. Uh, so I, I want to think if love were a machine, you know, and that also feels like it's, it's an odd title to probably end a course on, so you're gonna have to end somewhere else. You know, it's one of those that it it's might not start like, the chorus, right? It might start the chorus because it doesn't feel like it's one of those, you know, anthem like people want to be pumping their fists and singing if love were a machine, you know. Right. So it's got to need some other kind of hooks and bells and whistles. You could you there. could maybe talk about like the 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 tenderness and the care that it takes to be in love with the machine in the context of say uh fixing up like an old rusted out you know mm-hmm. six cherry restoration. Like, yeah, restoration, right? Of a like a cherry mm-hmm. what's well, not cherry but like a beat up old uh, Ford Mustang, sixty-four and yeah. a half Ford Mustang, and then all the care that you take. Just, just you know, just don't say Bondo if you're talking about a girl. It's probably not good, but <laughs> probably gonna get hit for that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, that's so. One other thought on that though um, is, oh, what was it? It could be, and this is a negative thought, but still, throw them out. If it's a girl singing to a guy. If love were a machine, you'd sure pay a lot more attention to it. You'd keep it running. Oh, like he's more about, you see, know, clever. Like if, yeah, if I were a car, you'd be all up under my hood, making sure I ran right. Every Saturday. You'd be taking me out. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> where that guy's out there in his garage working on his car, man. Exactly. Yeah. Like if, if, you know, if love were a machine, you'd pay a lot more attention to it because you're just like a gearhead or whatever and you're, you know, paying attention to these other things and you're not paying enough attention to our relationship. Yeah, you know, you'd want to know exactly how it works. You'd be taking, you'd keep it pristine. You'd all this stuff. You would not let it rust maybe, out, and maybe, be neglected. Which is interesting. That is that's a really no. That's a, that gives me an idea. So if love or a machine, what if that was like one part of it? Like, and then what if the next verse was like if love or a guitar? You know, and it's like a triple A kind of song, not like with a chorus, but but right. like, like a triple A structure. So if love or a guitar, and then if love for a, a football game, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you and, know, you know, being that, yeah, you might be able to get away with that as a triple A, and start off with if love were a machine. So then you're getting to much harder commercial territory because you know it's triple a there's just verse 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 or verse verse bridge verse is just not as commercially viable right it's right verse course verse course it feels like it could be almost a cool um 
Dean Dillon kind of a little more troubadour kind of thing. If love were a machine, you know, a little more finger picking kind of thing. Could you do something with that? But like maybe, but, but it's not it's human hearts and it's emotion and it doesn't, you yeah. don't push a button and make it work. See, that's a great you know, angle right there. If love were a machine, but it's not. But it's not. So maybe you just add to that. <laughs> yeah, you can, like, you know, you can't just push a button and make it work. Just You just can't put gas in it and it runs. It's got a mind of its own. It's not a machine. Ooh. And it could still be a good thing. Yeah. Because if, if love were a machine, it wouldn't have a heart. It wouldn't feel a thing. If love were a machine, it's a good thing. Like, you want it to just run like clockwork. You know, sometimes you just want it to be A plus B plus C. Or like C. a kitten, yeah. Or like a kitten, and I just I put it, I turn the key, and it comes on, and it runs. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, if love a machine, you know, that's all that's all it'd be or something, which could be cool and kind of positive. And, and, and so you go either way. Like, it's interesting. You could make it positive that it's a machine, or you could make it a good thing that it's not. Yeah. And then you I mean, start going, you know, who we aiming for, what kind of brand, what, you know, what do we want to do with it? You know, if it's a, you know, a female song, it maybe want to go more if love were a machine, but it's not, you know, and if it's a guy, it may want to be like your love is a train, your love is a airplane, a rocket, a Corvette, uh, you know, because the guys would be more, tend to be more, you know, a machine guy. Yeah, you know? a little more, Thinking a little more trying. metaphorically leaning towards the machine rather than yeah, the exactly. heart. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's his language, right? Then, yeah. yeah. The testosterone creeps into the way we think. Yeah, exactly. So that's, could, that's a good one. It could be like being Dylan George straight kind of if it were a machine, but it's not, you know, it's a horse. I don't know. So, no. all right, we, we got... I know we're going on time, so we're not going to be able to dig in probably to a whole lot, but hopefully this has been interesting for I people. Think this is, I'm having a good time. I mean, I, I am too. I'm it's waking me up. All right, so um, Michael Casali is our next writer. Michael, hey. And y'all, thanks for sending this stuff in. That's that's cool. To, and, you know, honestly, anything, I, any direction I'm throwing out, if you want to go take it and ride it, run with that direction, y'all, God bless you. If it goes number one, invite me to the party. There you go. And me too, because I, I helped. Because you were there. Free yep. cocktails. Uh, all right, Works. so M- Michael Casali's right. song title mm-hmm. is Second Luckiest Guy in the World. <laughs> all right, Second Luckiest Guy in the World. That's interesting. Um, all right. Man. I've got an okay, idea so already. You got an idea? All right, what's your idea? Um, what if... Uh, <laughs> what, if it, what if it was the uh, it, one guy sort of imagining if he met? I think I think I think Anthony Orio wrote a song like this. Uh, one guy imagining <laughs> like he met his ex's future husband. Yeah, and and, he, and he's like, "You're the second luckiest guy in the world because." Everything that she does is because of me, you know. Like, right? I'm, yeah, yeah. Anthony wrote that song called "The Man." That's right. Yeah, that's, I'm that's the right. man that taught her everything she knows. Yeah. That's because of me. Because of me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, you're the second luckiest guy in the world. That's interesting. Because I was, my first thought is, you know, I'm the second luckiest guy in the world, which has a little of a negative connotation. You don't want to tell your girl, I'm the second luckiest guy in the world. The second guy out there has it better than me. You don't want to do that. That's insulting, even though that's high praise going, there's only one guy in the world of billions that's luckier than me. Still, all she's going to hear is you're not the best. So, yeah, you're the second luckiest guy in the world. I also think, is there a way, and I'm so I'm just spitballing, like the, you know, I had her last you know, and now you, she's marrying him. But I was the second luckiest guy in the world. I had her for a while. Yeah, maybe yeah. like again, like a kind of loved her and lost her. Part, yeah, loved her, lost her. So you know, not a positive thing. But I, you know, he's up there. He's the luckiest guy in the world. Well, I was the second luckiest guy in the world. Or you could also say, I'm the second luckiest guy in the world. He was the luckiest guy in the world that he was with you. Now I'm the second one because I got you now, which is a little bit more of a head twist. Going like he was first, I was second. Mm-hmm. He had her first, now I got her second, mm-hmm. you know? But then that just is kind of weird and a little more of a head trip and it's not as clean. It's You can misunderstand it more. So second luckiest guy in the world. Um, you know, hey, because I'm with you, the best anyone else can do is be the second luckiest guy in the world. 
you know, it was basically a roundabout way of saying I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Right. Since I found you, all anyone else, all any other dude can hope for is to be the second luckiest guy in the world. Oh, there you go. Because I'm the luckiest guy. I got you. You there know? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I uh, got you. You know, uh, and or you could even, you know, like I was, man, oh, I was okay, so you can talk newspaper. I, I, I opened up the internet, I saw this guy, he found a treasure chest, you know, for blah blah blah. That's man, just I, like I say, like a lottery, just like won the lottery. Yeah, he just won the lottery. First round draft pick finished, football, got a $30 million contract, yeah, second luckiest second guy luckiest in the world. In the world. Yeah. <laughs> I got that's hot, dude. That's good. <laughs> you know, to let you paint these, you know, cool stories, and people are like, where's this going? Yeah. You know, or you know, this guy that you know, you may just want to make it pure positive. You could be like this guy that was lucky to like he survived this crazy, insane thing. He walked away without a scratch. Second luckiest guy in the world. But that's like he escaped something bad. Like I think you want to do this guy had something really awesome happen to him. Yeah. That way you want to say, like, I'm the second but I'm the luckiest guy. Why? Because you got out of Because I got you. <laughs> yeah. Because I got so, you. Because I got yeah, you. Just, I got you. <laughs> yeah, he's the second luckiest guy in the world. He's almost he's got it almost as good as I do. Yeah, because yeah, I got you. You know, <laughs> I got you. All anyone else can hope to be is the second luckiest guy in the world. That's cool. That's good, man. All right, so, so that's, that's fun. Just keep keep twisting, keep spinning, find what you th- excites you. Okay, so this is from um, Nyla. Mm-hmm. I don't have a last name. Okay. Accidentally on purpose. <laughs> okay. All right. Accidentally on purpose. All right. I wonder if that's not okay. Um, well, so you did something, you made it look like an accident, uh, but you really meant to do it. So it's, you know, it could be the bar bumping into someone. I bumped into you accidentally on purpose. You know, um, I, uh, what, you know, spilled a drink on your dress accidentally on purpose. We should go get you out of those wet clothes. Uh, <laughs> we should get you out of these wet things. That's a double seven line. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So that. Almost like the chair, you know, that George Strait classic. And I must have George on my mind tonight. But, um, you know, where, excuse me, I think you've got my chair. It's this whole setup. And then you realize the whole time he had this thing planned. You know, he's just, he looked like he wasn't smooth, but the whole time he was being smooth. So it's almost another perspective of that kind of thing where it seems accidental, but it's it's totally on purpose. Um, accidentally on purpose. Hmm. I mean, I feel like that title has probably been written, you know, because it's a phrase I've heard before. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, there are others of those out there. What can I do to give it that extra twist or that something to really to beat out all those other ones? You know, that's what we do with crickets. We feel like, oh, gosh, certainly this title has been written before. What can we do to make it stand out? So we had to go that extra mile. And so I think that would be the challenge in accidentally on purpose is that, you know, what can we do to, because I feel like most people would write the, I bumped into you accidentally on purpose. I, da 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 da, da accidentally on purpose. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the way most people would do it. So therefore, I don't want to do that mm-hmm. unless I'm the artist and they want to say it that way. <laughs> right. You know, you can, you know, you beat most of the competition just by proximity to the yes. But assuming we're pitching it, like, I got to find another way to write this. So it's not, oh, I've heard this in the same basic angle 15 times. Yeah. Uh, you know, or maybe it's a God song, you mm-hmm. know, and this and all this stuff happened. And I just met you accidentally on purpose. Like, it wasn't my purpose. It was God's purpose. Right. It looks like coincidence. What they say, coincidence is when God works a miracle and decides to remain anonymous. Oh, uh, you know? yeah. That thing, like all this world happened. You know, the Big Bang, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that little plant glass. growing up from the crack in the sidewalk just yeah, happened accidentally on purpose. Out of this big explosion accidentally on purpose. And I met you accidentally on purpose. So I'm not taking credit. I'm saying there was a plan. You know, we're spinning around. It looks like a, a big... I don't want to say accident, but like a big happenstance, a big mm-hmm. coincidence. Random. Big it looks random. Random. But no, I believe there's more. I think it was, you know, we're all here accidentally on purpose. Yeah. Something like that could be cool. That way you go, oh, man, I thought it was going to be like a, just a fun, cheesy bar pickup song. But here we go to this big life messagey kind of thing, which could be cool. At least it's going to be different. It's going to stand out from the other titles, I think. There are probably not that many that are written at that angle. 
Yeah, that's that's interesting, man. I like that. Uh, so, fun. so we've got just a couple more. You just want to blow through them, or do you want to save them for another episode? Because mm. actually, I mean, actually, we've got more than a couple, but we've got multiple um, submissions from writers. Right. So I've only been taking like one from each writer right, to try yeah. to pack them in. And we let's, can let's do one more. I know we're getting long. I, I don't want to overstay our welcome here in people's ear earbuds. But yeah, let's let's do one more. Then we'll close up shop. But this is fun. We should do this again. Yeah. Well, let's see what everybody else thinks here. Um, and by the way, you know, I do. It's interesting that, and I wouldn't. This is not why we did this, but like when I do, this is how it is in a in a co-write. We'll throw stuff back and forth. I do some coach writing. <laughs> and the same kind of deal. People bring in their titles, and we bounce them back and forth and decide what we want to write. So. Oh gosh, this guy sent me a question and not a title to see if we had enough title. So, uh, all right, I'll, I'll respond to him. Um, but okay, so so here's the next. I just was going through to try to find uh, a cool one. Oh, they're all cool, Johnny. We just may not see the brilliance. Well, I mean, I, I mean, not a cool one. I mean, uh, um, one that isn't. <laughs> I just play uh, one that isn't uh, from another somebody that's already submitted one. Uh, yeah, I okay. Got so this is. This is Alan R. Boulay. Alan. And his song title is, uh, it sounds a little negative here, but it is. Uh, well, good. that's going to make a really cool, positive song. You don't talk about me to your friends. He has to your friends in parentheses. So it's, uh, you don't. Yeah, you talk don't about talk about, about me to your friends. I got yeah. you. Yeah. To your friends. All right. Well. I'm thinking he's the you know the guilty pleasure thing. So like oh you talk about your, you know maybe she's more the uptown girl, he's a downtown guy the redneck guy whatever. So you know she's he's not going to be acceptable to, you know she's slumming with him kind of thing you know. Oh yeah. Would be acceptable to her high class friends. You don't talk about me and your friends, but you sure say my name when we're alone. You know. Oh, yeah. I know. There it is. Right there, there it is. Oh, but you say boom. say my name when we're alone. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's safe space. Um, it could be that kind of thing where, like, kind of a sexy thing where I'm, yeah, I'm your guilty pleasure. I'm your, you know, you, you don't talk about me to your friends, but you know, we'll be we'll be hooking up later, whatever. And if you can do it in a way that's not just a, um. You know, because there there is built-in negativity. There's there's a why don't why doesn't she talk about him to her friends? So you got to build in build in some reason why it begs a question that needs to be answered. Um, kind of a Billy Joel uptown girl kind of thing, which uptown is positive, girl, you know. Yeah, which is positive. Um, so yeah, it might be the fact that you know I'm I wouldn't really be acceptable in in those circles, but you, you, we can't stay away from each other. Um, you don't talk about me to your friends. Or maybe you know it, it could be something because we got a good thing going, and you got some catty old friends who be causing drama. Which you know, that's, I don't really like that. It could be you know your friends are all down on love, so you're not going to go be Little Miss Sunshine. I got the best guy in the world. Yeah, that's right. Maybe your friends because they're all they don't believe in love, and they're all you know they're all <laughs> two martinis in pissed off exactly. at you know, that's that's not really, I don't know. That didn't feel good either. So it's like specific, like your friends are this way. It feels like it would make more sense. Man, I like the are. uptown girl kind of thing. I think that's, yeah. that's uh, I think there's a, like, I mean, you could make it positive in the sense that um, if you just they're don't together. focus. Yeah, they're together and he just doesn't care. Like, I just, I'm yeah. just in love with her. You know what I mean? Like, that, 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 that kind of thing. Yeah. We don't really or have almost- cheating songs anymore on the air, do we? Um, but that would be an angle to go. You don't talk about me to your friends. Well, I don't talk about you to my wife. Booyah! That's okay, because uh, I don't talk about you to my wife. <laughs> man, I think we need one of those songs. Like, you know? Uh, man, but he just sounds like an a-hole. I <laughs> But I mean, if you had an artist that could pull that off, that was that guy, you know what I mean? That was like, that could pull it. Cause like people would, you know, cause I promise you that, that there are a crap load of people that listen to country radio who are in that right now. Like they, they're having an affair 
you know, uh, and and they're never going to talk about it. So it would be a song that they would love or a song that like, they would hate because turn down when you know you're at the stoplight. Um, you don't talk about your friends. It's like I don't know. There's there's something interesting there, and and this is part of what we do in the writers' room. Like you know the the first Uptown Girl angle Johnny really liked, and, and we still went and pursued some other stuff. Yeah. We may come back to that. You know, just because you think you might have it, keep on looking. You you can always go back to an earlier idea. Doesn't mean you're done just because you find the first one, because then we would miss the whole laughter of, I don't talk about you to my wife. Um, but I mean, you know. there, there, listen, there's some classic country songs, and I'm not saying you would write it melodically or structurally like a mm-hmm. classic, but how many classic, you know, George Jones, Conway Twitty, like, you know, the, you know, you're cheating hard. I mean, like there are, there are just throngs of songs like that, and there is like a new traditionalist movement coming out. Yeah. So I bet you uh, Stapleton could sell that. Stapleton, Stapleton yeah. could sell the crap out of that. You don't talk about me, your friends, and I don't talk about you to my wife. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, it would be. <coughs> I mean, it could be. I don't know if that's his brand, brand, but his his lane. Yeah, he could. Or an artist of that way, you could do it where there's some kind of shame built in. That's why you don't talk to me about your friends because you're you know we're not doing the right thing, and obviously I'm not telling my wife about it, and I know we're doing the wrong thing. So you can humanize them some, and yeah, and, and this has to end. Really, but they're in love, you know. Like, you know, oh man, dude, that could be bad. That could be badass. Or, or you know, maybe they're not together. You don't talk about me to your friends because you know I'm I'm dating one of them. <laughs> you know, like you're in love with me, but you don't talk about, you know, or, you know, we used to be together kind of thing. There, there are a lot of ways you could play it out, but there's, but yeah, it could be a killer. Kind of like you don't talk about me to your friends anymore. Like that yeah. angle. Is that what you're talking about? It could be that. It could be because I'm dating one of them. I'm dating <laughs> all of them. I'm just glad y'all don't talk. Uh, <laughs> they do though. Come on. that doesn't. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So there's a reason she's not talking about him. And, uh, the cheating thing is really interesting. It, it, like, it's a really small bullseye you're trying to hit. An artist that could do that and would do that and pull that off, really small bullseye you're trying to hit. So, you know, what's more positive would be probably the more the bro, maybe not even a bro thing, but the the guilty pleasure. Just I'm not social. I'm not uptown enough. I don't. My wallet's not fat enough for that world. But we, you know, we're it's still, you know, it's more of a, so. It's more of a sexy. Kind of thing, yeah, yeah, so here's an interesting take. So here's an interesting take. We just, in this conversation, in this song title, mm-hmm. talked about, here's what we're going to do if we want to get a cut on the air with an, like an outside cut. But mm-hmm. like, if I was writing with an artist that could pull it off, I would go for the cheating thing. Because like we, it's been a long time since we had a good cheating song. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like the, the, the lyric content has, is, is, is almost like fresh again. You know what I mean? And it's oh, yeah. certainly real. Like there's a reason those songs for decades and decades and decades spoke to people. Mm-hmm. Because... They were going through it, or they knew somebody that was going through it. You know, it was yeah. real world stuff. And when you like a heart wrenching, you know, you you don't talk about me to your friends. <laughs> yeah. I don't talk about you, my wife. You know? <laughs> oh, you got to end the you got to like end the course on that. Yeah, you don't talk about me to your friends. You know, blah 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 blah. They just wouldn't understand what we got going. Da da da. You don't talk about you know whatever they judge, and they'd probably be right. You don't talk about me to your friends. I don't talk about you to my wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you do it like a stone country, like, I ain't proud of this. Yeah. And and you then know? it's like it almost like a like a heartfelt, like, you know, it's got to be over. Kind of thing, yeah. Or maybe you know, like even we've got to stop. Or, we've got to stop. We can't do this anymore, but they can't stay away from each other, right? Right. Yeah. Because then, you know, you, you, you feel bad for these people. Yeah. You, Kind of humanize them a little bit because they're not because they're not because they're not being jerks about it. They're really in love, but they're and they're both conflicted about it. You know, exactly. or at least yeah. or, or at least the singer is like, I mm-hmm. hate being here, and but the, here I and am. the girl is too. If you build it in that you know she knows her friends would judge, she you know there's, there's uh, self awareness that she knows her friends would judge not, and they'd say that ain't right. <laughs> you don't right. talk about me to your friends. I don't talk about you to my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is so, some value bombs right there. There we go. All right. So, 
Well, we are yeah. way long, but this was so fun. Like, I had a blast mm. doing this. Like, let's do this. this. I hope fun. everybody else likes it. So, y'all, listen, if you like this, like, hit us up on social media, comment in the climb. If you haven't joined the climb community, uh, join in the climb community. It's the climb community on Facebook. Just search for that. Mm-hmm. Let us know that you liked it and just keep submitting uh, more song titles to uh, info at daredevilproduction.com. And uh, I will. I will store them and, and mm-hmm. we'll just kind of, you know, the ones we didn't get to uh, today, uh, we'll get to at, at another time. This was kind of, this was kind of cool, man. This was fun. This was fun. And in the uh, subject line of your email, put song title challenge. That way Johnny can easily. Yes. All capitals, please. If you, if you think about it, song title challenge, all capitals. Good point. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Cause I, yeah. otherwise it will get lost. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes right into my feed and I get an unconscionable amount of emails every day. <laughs> there you go. So, um, yeah, so there it is. That, well done, Brent. You Thank are you. the he, man, dude. This is like a inside look for me too. Like I've never been in writing with you. So that's uh, kinda, there we go. There we go. Hey, you know what? It, so this is a little glimpse into at least how this particular pro songwriter thinks. I have a, an ebook, a free, a free book that you can check out at giftfrombrent.com. It's called Think Like a Pro Songwriter. It goes into some of the mindsets. Uh, so it kind of dovetails with this nicely. If you like this, you might like that ebook. You can go to giftfrombrent.com, check it out, download it. It's a PDF. Uh, it also puts you on the Songwriting Pro Insiders email list. So you know you know about upcoming events and the blogs and all that stuff. So it kind of keep you, keep you abreast of what's going on in our world. But yeah, go check it out, giftfrombrent.com. There we go. And uh, thank you guys. Sorry we ran a little long on this, but I think it was I think it was worth it. I think it was It was fun. Entertaining. It was fun. Thank you guys. So uh hey, th- again, uh, share this if you like it, tell other people about it, send in the song title challenges and uh, remember this this podcast exists cuz we want you to win. We want you to know, get some different ideas on how to improve your songwriting and how to improve your marketing, get your audience and become a little powerhouse so that you can get the respect that you deserve, okay? And with that, guys, we want to say keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.